0: hello san pedro podcast episode 33 you are listening to the hello san pedro podcast i'm amanda your host join me as i talk to amazing people within our community business owners community activists local leaders and people like you and me who love san pedro this is a place where we'll share big ideas discuss hot topics and spread good vibes everyone. Welcome back to the Hello San Pedro podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Silva. Um, so, one of the things that I've been really wanting to get into on the episode is um, our local small business community. And, you know, I've been able, I've had the honor to interview amazing small business owners within San Pedro. I've been able to hear their stories, how they went, you know, how they made the jump into entrepreneurism. It has been awesome hearing from the business owners themselves. Um, this episode though, I actually sit down with um, a very special guest, Elise Swanson, who is able to bring a little more uh, information and light and shed a little bit more light into what's going on in our small business community. What are their needs? Um, what can we expect in the near future? Uh, it sounds like it's some pretty exciting times considering the era of development that we're in. There's like a lot of growth going on. So I was very, very excited to, to sit down with a Elise Swanson. Um, I don't want to waste any time on this intro. I really just want to get into this episode so you guys can go ahead and enjoy. Uh, yeah, so Elise Swanson is the president and CEO of the St. Pedro Chamber of Commerce, and she represents more than 400 businesses and organizations within our community. She has served as the district director for U.S. Representative Janice Hahn while she was in Congress and has over 30 years of experience in economic development, small business development, fundraising, planning, and outreach. Elise has also worked for the cities of Whittier and Santa Ana, but now she lives and works locally here in San Pedro. Um, she is an absolute gem. We are so lucky to have her in this community. Um, I've worked with her before many times. She's so kind and you can tell she just has a big heart. Um, a big heart for our small business, um, our small business district, you know, and especially here in the downtown area, uh, which she describes as the heart of San Pedro. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoy this episode and yeah, we'll get right to it. All right. And now we're back for another episode of the Hello San Pedro podcast. Um, Today on the show, I have a very honored guest. Elise Swanson, who is the president CEO of the local San Pedro Chamber of Commerce. Thank you, Elise, for joining me today. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. I've
1: wanted. I'm a fan. Yeah, thank you.
0: (laughs) I wanted to have you on since day one. Honestly, like when I was making my list of people that I could potentially entice to get on the show. I mean, you were one of them. Oh, thank you. Top the list. Um, I wanted to ask you, how's it going at the Chamber of Commerce? It's
1: amazing. We're we're experiencing a lot of growth at the Chamber. We have over 400 members, both um, for-profit and non-profit members. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're experiencing a lot of new members signing up with all the new investment in San Pedro. The business is coming in. Um, we're seeing a lot of new members, so yeah. it's exciting.
0: We're in this like era of development, you know, and, and I'm mm-hmm. seeing more businesses pop right. up in the downtown area. Right. It's exciting. It really is. It has yes. to be exciting. It's very
1: exciting. We've a lot of us have been working on this for a very long time, mm-hmm. and it's it's nice to see it all coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. yes
0: Well, I wanted to ask a, a little bit just more specifically about you and your okay. background. What led you to 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 be the President of the same well, district? I've okay.
1: always been involved in business issues, business advocacy, right out of college. I worked for the city of Whittier and, and working in their uptown business district, which mm-hmm. is a lot of small districts, or a lot of small businesses, excuse me. And then um, from that, you know, as um, I worked for Janice Hahn when she first came into office, city council in 2001. I was her director of economic development. Mm-hmm. I worked for her when she was in Congress, and she was on the small business um, committee in Congress and so I've always just had this passion for small business and business advocacy so and when I left the uh, congressional office um, I had the opportunity to take over the San Pedro Chamber of Commerce I've been there five years and it was like a, just the perfect job for me you
0: know I realized that you had worked with Janice Hahn I didn't realize right. that you had been so involved mm-hmm. in, in working with her when she was at Congress right that's got to be really interesting it I was, it was really
1: fascinating yeah. it was fascinating and in that role we um, I did get to focus a lot on business legislation and advocacy so it was just perfect segue right into San Peter Chamber of Commerce
0: I um I've always felt a, a passionate about the um, local same uh, sorry the small business community mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was really there I always liked to, you know growing up I always read entrepreneurial books. right I've always right. been in, I've always admired people who like ventured out and started their own business right. Um, and you and I met when I was teaching social media. For right, small exactly. Yes, yes. And I, through that experience, I realized how much I, I love the small business community, right. and I just want to see it have as many resources as it can.
1: Right, so, exactly. And there, it's the backbone of our community, the heart of our community across the nation. Mm-hmm. It's really there, the backbone of the economy. Yeah, absolutely. So, so and that's that's what we're um, about at the chamber. Mm-hmm. I mean, really helping provide business education as well as advocacy. To help strengthen our small business community, as you know, we just had a very successful Restaurant 101 for our restaurant mm-hmm. community, I where we brought in resources, people from state and county, um, to really help our restaurants understand the law and how to how to comply. We had a lot of restaurant entrepreneurs there that are looking for startups, so they got great contacts with public health and in other departments. So that's what we do, not only promote legislation that helps businesses, but also business education.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's amazing, and that's an incredible resource for mm-hmm. this community. What are some other things that you guys teach about? I've seen, like, um, you know, marketing right, classes. Right, right. You know, uh, we
1: really, um, we are a membership organization, so we're constantly talking to our members. About their needs and what they'd like to see. We had we do classes, and we had a successful one in access to capital, Mm -hmm. lending. Um, We've also taught classes on are you really ready to sign that lease? To make sure that our small businesses. Are signing a good lease. Um, we business plans. We've done sessions on that. Um, HR. We're doing a really good one on the new um, laws around sexual harassment training for yeah, businesses. Very important. So we're we're constantly like monitoring trends and, and what we need to do. And mm-hmm. um, so you'll see that come up in the next month. Our sexual harassment um, training program.
0: So important. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you know the, the the larger corporations and the big you know Fortune right. 500 companies. They get it they have lawyers who pay attention to this stuff. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, for small businesses, you really don't, you really have to be actively on top
1: of it. Right, and most small businesses, right, don't have the resources to have an HR department. And so we really try to provide connections and facilitate relationships so so they can access the resources. Yeah, that's wonderful.
0: Um, What has been the number one thing that, that small businesses in this community have expressed needing
1: I I think um, just really understanding the new laws that are coming um, down from the state of California, Mm -hmm. um, minimum wage laws, those types of things. So we do. Offer different programs um, for businesses to understand that we tax law we had a session on that so it's really those because like you said they don't have those departments you know they're not a corporation we really try to get that information out so they're in compliance with local state and federal law
0: yeah that's gotta be
1: it's a huge issue it's it's huge we had um, you and I talked earlier there's a lot of misinformation on Facebook Mm -hmm. and um, so we, we try to weigh in quietly when we can, when we see we had a minimum wage issue here in the downtown area um, where there was a debate over what minimum wage is. And so we were trying to weigh in and say, this is where you can get the information mm-hmm. on what you should be paying your employees. Yeah. So it's it's complicated to run a small business. People don't understand that.
0: Yeah, because you're doing, you know, like, like I said, those larger corporations have all these mm. different different
1: departments to handle this,
0: but if you're a small business, you only have so many resources, right. exactly. you know,
1: and everything mm-hmm. falls on you, right? Exactly. So it's got to. And I hard. think you know we're like uh, we get a lot of calls into the chamber for information. We're mm-hmm. like the yellow pages, yeah. you know, for business information, which we love. That's why we're there. And so really, people can call in; they don't have to be a member. Mm-hmm. Um, we just want to make sure that they're they're operating correctly because we don't want people to get you know in trouble. Mm-hmm. We have a, a local business that just remodeled. Tried to open, they didn't do it with permits, didn't do it correctly, oh. they got shut down. Now it's become a bigger issue for them, a more expensive issue. So we try to be proactive and make sure that our businesses have access to good information up front.
0: Yeah. Because
1: it, it's a whole other world once you're cited by the city or county oh my goodness. for an issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, what are some of the. Um, can we talk about minimum wage for a second? Is its it. Is it- What is the minimum wage here in California? So
1: it's complex, and it's based on the number of employees. There was a scale. When the city of L.A. adopted their own minimum wage policy, they eased it in. Um, So I would have to pull that up because it is based on number of employees and Uh, for-profit and um, and, non-profit. Yeah,
0: see, because I was under the impression that there was a flat minimum wage no matter what. (laughs) Well,
1: they gave, and I I would have to, um, because I pay above minimum wage, to be honest. So I, um, but they gave um, employers time to phase it in. Yeah. So I would have to pull up, raise the wage, uh-huh. and uh, just see where what date we're at and uh, ah, where we are. Oh, I understand. Okay.
0: Yeah, because yeah, I remember like back when it was a very big issue. Right. Everyone was talking right. About it. Yes. They Said that it was going to go up to a certain amount. By right. 2020. right. 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 And And there's a state
1: minimum wage, there's an LA minimum wage, there's a federal minimum wage, so it's, it's pretty complex.
0: Yeah, well, it has to be a little bit more complicated than we thought if people are, like, debating over it. You know, they
1: were. They were debating mm-hmm. over what the, what the minimum wage um, is. in, and, and that's what we were trying to point out, is that there's a minimum wage um, in L.A., and um, they just needed to make sure they were going. Can- Basically, the employer wanted to offer $10 an hour. Mm-hmm. And people were trying to weigh in, saying, you know, don't get in trouble. That's not the minimum wage. Mm-hmm. And so all this was raging on Facebook and so we were you know trying to weigh in and give that employer the correct information on what they needed to pay
0: Okay, so well that I mean that in itself is enough. It is really enlightening to know that you can't you can you might be expecting to pay one one Exactly,
1: but if you're a small business owner
0: and you're looking to start a business right it's a little bit more complicated, so that's they
1: really, And I think a lot of people we talk to, they have a passion for something, which is amazing, but they yeah. need to do that research up front. Yeah. And there's so, you know, there's the Business Source Center here in downtown, there's the Work Source Center mm-hmm. for hiring, um, just all these resources. And then what we do is we, if they call in, then we research their specific situation mm-hmm. and, and try to give them um, the, the correct contacts for the situation that they're right. in. Okay, so it has um, so the minimum wage. LA has its own minimum wage schedule if you're in the city of LA. So in 2019, if you have 26 plus workers, it's 14.25 an hour. If you have 25 or fewer, it's 13.25 an hour. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's why I say that it's it is complex, and if you don't have your own HR department, you need to check in with um, the correct people at the yeah. city, state, federal level to make sure. And I recommend that everybody gets a good accountant up front. Yeah. yeah. A good tax person, good accountant that can help walk you through these issues and set you up. Okay, that yeah. makes a lot
0: of mm-hmm. sense. Are you seeing a lot of um, people getting interested in, in starting their own business? The-
1: we are, yeah. we are. I think Restaurant 101, it was standing room only. We had oh, over 80 wow. people and we had established restaurants here in the community but we also had entrepreneurs that were looking to start that first restaurant or pop-up restaurant and so it was really exciting.
0: Mm-hmm. That is really exciting. And for
1: anybody out there that's thinking of starting a pop-up restaurant, you—this uh, was news to me, and I learned that from the uh, health department. You need permits. You need permits for cooking classes. Mm-hmm. So it was that, we had a lot of good information that was presented in that.
0: Mm-hmm. A pop-up restaurant is something that would just pop up temporarily? Correct. Okay, mm-hmm. in and in then would it have to be like a standardized Some
1: people Some people do them under a canopy. Okay. Some people do them actually in a physical structure, uh, in a okay. storefront, mm-hmm. um, but you do need permits for that.
0: Well, that's, I mean, any restaurant coming to town is exciting. <laughs> I know,
1: very exciting. I, mean, I
0: know La Bouvette. Oh opened. my goodness. I haven't been there yet, and then...
1: Right, and I th- want to um, do a shout out to the Business Source Center, which is on 6th Street here in the 222 West 6th Street building. Mm-hmm. They, um, we partner closely with them, and they can help you with your business permits in the city, mm-hmm. capital, lending, business plans. We partner very closely with them and do a lot of classes with them.
0: That's good to know.
1: Yeah. Are
0: there a lot of online businesses that you
1: guys work with? Not so much. A few that are we're starting to um, to work with, but uh, we mainly work with a lot of brick and mortar.
0: Okay, yeah, that makes sense
1: in. because mm-hmm. of you know. Right.
0: So um,
1: we do have food truck uh, members, though.
0: Okay,
1: that's yeah. cool.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, food trucks that are based here in San Pedro? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. That's good. I'm, I'm sure they're First Thursday? Probably. Yes,
1: exactly. Okay. Yes, exactly. Very cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I One of the ones that have just been my favorite is the Chory Man.
1: <laughs> oh, we love the Chory Man. Yes, he's a great chamber member. We honored him last year um, for his work. I
0: it, saw that. And
1: uh, it's so exciting. He's at Angel. Stadium now with uh-huh. his chorizo. It's so exciting. It is
0: really cool to see businesses based in San Pedro grow.
1: Right, and he was a pop up that started at Crafted, mm-hmm. so he's got a great story. I
0: remember in his Crafted yeah. days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, those are those are some good times. Yes. That I yeah, remember. I
1: know he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing.
0: Well, um, what are I wanted to talk a little bit more about um, the chamber and specifically what they wanted to to do
1: what goals they have okay so our we exist basically to promote and advocate for the business interests of san pedro and our overall goal is to make san pedro a better place to live work and visit Mm -hmm. to and and really we um have a whole new effort now on uh tourism To capture those tourism dollars, Um, you know, we have cruise ships visiting uh, at the port of L.A. We have people coming in for waterfront events like Fleet Week over Labor Day weekend, which brings 250,000 people to San Pedro. So this is all money coming into our local economy. So huge tourism effort we have underway right now. We're an official Discover L.A. Visitor Center and uh, really to help promote and in in our small businesses to those visitors coming in. Right now we have Cirque du Soleil on the waterfront, which is so exciting. And we have tourism ambassadors from the chamber that are out there um, helping in uh, Cirque attendees find the tent, Mm -hmm. find parking, and just greet them and welcome them to San Pedro and provide local information on restaurants and businesses that Mm -hmm. they might wanna visit.
0: Okay. So tourism is probably... Tourism is a big
1: part of it. um, In order to improve our local economy and promote our small businesses, because if people aren't shopping or eating in our local businesses, Mm -hmm. they're going to fail, basically. Have you seen any resistance towards some of these newer things that are uh, coming? You know, I think... there's, I mean, anytime there's change, it's frightening, or, you know, you don't really know the direction that change might take the community, right. but it's is we need this new investment, we need new perspective, it's strengthening our local economy, right. and unfortunately, San Pedro is a net exporter of jobs, most people commute outside the community to work, which is difficult on our businesses for daytime population, because mm-hmm. people are exiting the community, mm-hmm. so anytime we can capture tourism dollars if people are here during the day to support the business, that's great. But also we're trying to attract investment to get employers here to San Pedro to create jobs so people have the opportunity to live and work in our community and not go into downtown L.A. or other South Bay communities or Long Beach to work.
0: That is my dream. You were talking about my dream, right, exa- to live and work in San right, Pedro.
1: Right, right. And <laughs> so um, over
0: the commute.
1: Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it, it's a huge issue um, with a lot of communities, all this commuter traffic. Yeah. So we're really looking to strengthen the overall community and work with our Source Center on um, initiatives to educate our local workforce, too, to make, help provide Programs, so they're more attractive to employers. Yeah. So people will want to come here because we have a strong workforce in the community. I
0: see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so, so you guys are are actively advocating for more employers with large, you know, like more right, companies around right. here.
1: Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So we're, as a matter of fact, on October 10th mm-hmm. this fall, we're very excited. We're hosting our first harbor area economic forecast. Okay. We have an economist coming in and, and talking about the different um, employee and employer segments here in San Pedro. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be talking about the energy industry, of course, the port, mm-hmm. finance, tourism, what we see as trends here where the employment uh, is going in San Pedro, mm-hmm. and I'm um, really looking at what we need to do yeah. to strengthen our um, area.
0: Yep, yeah, that is a dream. That's something yeah. I would like. I would love to whatever whatever committee I need to get on or workforce I need to right. join. Right. Yeah. To make that happen, that's where I want to
1: So, be. and we're Harbor College is introducing some great certificate programs. Okay. So the Worksource Center has a lot of um, free programs and certificate programs, mm-hmm. as does Harbor College. To help people strengthen their resume to be more employable and even though we have a low employment rate now in the Mm -hmm. country the employee um, employment is changing and I think um, we're studying that at the Chamber we're going to start looking at, at the future of work what does that mean how what are industry disruptors I mean we've had this discussion at the Port of LA about automation what really is happening in the workforce and how can people better prepare themselves yeah. for the future of work?
0: You know, I was, um, I actually just just before you arrived, when I was recording with um, Rudy Caceres, he, uh-huh. we actually got in that topic of mm-hmm. that nine to five, like right. schedule and right. I, we talked about how There might need to be some changes to that, or there just are going to be changes to that, right? Um, we were talking about mental health, and you know, he's a mental health advocate, and how we need to be flexible with some people who Mm -hmm. might experience mental health issues, right? I'm saying the nine to five might actually cause mental health issues, right?
1: Right, (laughs) well, I mean, community is stressful, right? Exactly, is
0: stressful, and then you know. The, sometimes the work environment, as far as like being in that office setting, right, not a lot of natural light, it can be, yeah, it's it can be kind of a right,
1: dinner. right.
0: I started reading about um, companies that have you know taken on the five-hour workday right. or the four-out four-day work week,
1: right, and right,
0: and how some of these are going to be trending, you know, right,
1: exactly. Yeah, I, I think it's it's changing, but I think what we're seeing is people really need to be educated to understand where their company is going, where their small business is going, right. and, and, and just how to better prepare for the future. You know, we're hearing about driverless cars, oh driverless goodness. trucks, yeah. um, a lot of change in, in how, and people really need to think about how to be prepared.
0: Mm-hmm. For small businesses specifically, are you asking them to kind of prepare ahead for that for that type of change?
1: I, I and, think they need to look they need to look at how to educate their workforce so they have optimum productivity okay what's you know what's benefits their employees and in what training or certif you know what training they need okay. to, to be at the top of their game as a company and make right. sure yeah
0: okay I understand where you're going with that now Um, Because at first, I'm kind of like, well, you know, driverless cars and driverless trucks and, you know, some of these things. I'm like, how does it affect the bakery around the corner? You know, like, how are they supposed to prepare for some of these changes and what does it mean I
1: think they just have to look at what their business model is and what, um, and and probably, you know, we're looking at more globally, you know, because we're in the port, so we're looking at... There's small trucking companies here, mm-hmm. and so there's you know owner operators of trucks, yeah. and so and they're small businesses, so they're they've got to look at that. Um, but I think you know that small bakery around the corner. I mean they've got to obviously they've got to be permitted. Yeah. I mean there's so many issues, and they just have to look at trends yeah. and. And, and what's impacting them, and be aware of. It's it's complicated. It's just because you open that front door as a small business doesn't mean you're going to succeed. Yeah. Especially in yeah. food food industry, there's a high rate of failure. A lot of banks won't even lend to restaurants.
0: I know. I, yeah. That's disappointing to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always sad to see a restaurant or a new you know place come come right, into the neighborhood right. and then quickly leave. Right. Right. Um, what are some ways to kind of prevent that? Is it? just I think being it's, informed?
1: it's it's up. It's preparation. Yeah. I think you've got to have a strong business plan you've got a, a. what we see is people spend all their money up front okay. on getting their property ready and then they don't have capital to market for payroll, to keep things going. Mm-hmm. A lot of people um, try to run the business all by themselves and then they can't afford an employee and, and it just, it, it's just very stressful. And right. it's just really about making sure you're fully prepared and aware. Mm-hmm. You can't stress that enough, yeah. is to be really educated about what you and your competition, everything, mm-hmm. you know, the neighborhood you're going into, to really make sure you're prepared to open the front door.
0: Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of research there. Mm-hmm. So it's good to know that the Chamber of Commerce is a, is a resource for We
1: people. are, we are a resource. That's, that's I think, business education is one of my passions and priorities at the Chamber.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, for people who are interested in kind of getting introduced to the Chamber or their events, what are some ways that they could? So we
1: just had a fabulous State of the District with Councilman Buscaino. Over I 300 that, yeah. people joined us to hear about the initiatives that are going on in, in our Council district Mm -hmm. and uh, across the city so that was very exciting we um, host the state of the county with supervisor Janice Hahn Mm -hmm. which is a great opportunity for what for us to find out what's going on countywide we do a lot of mixers so we can network I
0: always want to I know we have great
1: mixers so our (laughs) our businesses can meet one another and network Um, we do a breakfast with the chamber at Pappy's the second and fourth uh, Friday of every month
0: that's the one at 8 a.m. yes fabulous
1: Um, We, businesses give a one-minute infomercial Uh and talk about their businesses and network and how they can work together. We just had um, Commissioner Perosi talking about um, what's happening on the LA waterfront, the investment that the port is doing. It's Mm -hmm. so, that was fabulous. So it's a great way to get an introduction to the chamber. You don't have to be a member to come to the breakfast. Just buy your breakfast. And Pappy's has a wonderful breakfast buffet for us. Mm And um, it's a, just a great way to get an introduction. Of course, com is a great way to take a look at what we do. That's good to in know. the classes and different things that we do.
0: I'll have everything linked up in the show notes. You know? Oh, cool. So I'll have the website and all of that linked up. Um... Uh, this is actually a great time for a break because when we come back, I want to talk about maybe some, you know, concerns you have in the okay. community and some visions. I know okay. that you have to have a lot of really beautiful visions of, of our community. So after the break. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Cryptospace. San Pedro's one and only Cryptocurrency Lounge. Learn more at CryptospaceUS.com and definitely follow them on Instagram at Cryptospace.us. And now we're back. Um, so, Alisa, I've been wanting to ask you, what, what do you... What do we need to know about the St. future public market that you can share with us?
1: You know, we're so excited to the Chamber. We're original supporters of Jericho and the Rakovich company coming in. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the underpinnings of our tourism effort. It's the underpinnings of um, lifting our local economy mm-hmm. to have um, the new project built in. So we're really excited right now, of course, the um, port is still preparing the site and they're going to build the promenade in front to turn it over to the developers mm-hmm. to build the new public market. But but, um, and I know you want to have Alan Johnson on the show. I definitely want to have Alan I know, he'll be perfect to talk about this, but it'll be a mix of retail, entertainment, entertainment, okay. um, for um, tourists and the local community. I mean, it'll be really great. And I think, you know, we'll see new restaurants um, there, new entertainment. I know the um, developers are talking to the Nederlander group about a um, concert venue there, which will be very exciting Mm -hmm. for us. Um, And it'll be a mix of some of our current restaurants in town that are looking at doing opening a second location on the water, which will be exciting. And in um, and new restaurants coming in,
0: I am really excited about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I I do realize that there. You know, when I was starting the podcast, there was a lot of resistance about it because you know the the demolition right. of Sports of College. Exactly, was being it, it talked was about. yeah.
1: Change is traumatic. It's difficult. Yeah,
0: it's rough. I I totally get it. But I I'm seeing these new proposals. I just right. saw renderings of what right. it should look like. Right. I am so excited. Yeah, obviously. we're very
1: excited. And I know the developers, and they'll talk to you about this or. You know they're going to be going out with um, looking. They've hired their person that's going to handle restaurant leasing. So mm-hmm. they're really starting those efforts. They just got thirty million dollars in, in in infusion and in cash from that's, a new investor. That's good. So it's very exciting.
0: Do you know? Do you know specifically what they're looking to put in there?
1: I know restaurant entertainment.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it
1: and I don't know any more specifics because yeah. I know they're they're putting all that together. I
0: know. I know it's still in the works. Mm-hmm. I want to know everything. I know. I, I know. It'd <laughs> but, be very exciting. But uh, but I think we'll just have to wait and see yep. and um yep. yeah, and meanwhile just you know hope that it's I know that there's already a couple Local businesses that right. have been invited to be down there, right. such as Sirens and right. the Troy Man. Right. So it, it's really exciting. For me, I'm glad to hear that there are local businesses.
1: Exactly, it'll be a mix old of old this. and new. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so that's awesome. Well, um, I want to pick your brain a little bit about um, I ask everybody about this, but I'm excited to hear your response because I know you are incredibly informed about the community, the small business community specifically. Um, but I always ask everybody what are some concerns that you have in San Pedro and then what are some things that are excited, um Yeah, that you're particularly excited about.
1: So I think sometimes um, my concern is some of the, the Negativity that that's in the community. I'm concerned about some of the Facebook pages and the mm-hmm. spread of misinformation mm-hmm. and we try to weigh in when we can carefully to um, some of that because what people don't understand is um, the this information spreads throughout the region Mm -hmm. I work with a lot of investors and as we talked about small businesses coming in to look at our community Mm -hmm. they're monitoring the social media as well Mm -hmm. so they will ask me very specific questions about some of what they're hearing about our community because if you're coming in to open a new business to build a condominium development you're going to be doing your research and um, people don't understand how this spreads so we we meet with a lot of people and we talk about the you know what's happening in the community and the efforts to make the community better um, and address some of the issues that are out there on social media um, you know I'm the BIT just put in a camera system in downtown okay. which is helping um, with LAPD w- um, with some of the crime that's occurring okay. every community has issues um, and so it's just that's to me that's a concern because change um to me is exciting we're seeing this investment come in um and I, I talked to you about in 2001 the urban land institute mm-hmm. wrote a report about how to strengthen the heart of our community downtown san pedro mm-hmm. one of their recommendations was to bring housing into the downtown to create a built-in community eyes on the street stakeholders and customers for our downtown businesses and mm-hmm. restaurants and um, so it's we need this investment we know we do from all the economic reports we've seen on the community so it's that's what concerns me is the is and i don't know where um some of this negativity is coming from i know there's some tough issues mm-hmm. that we're dealing with now with um, homelessness um, in san pedro but across the city in the state of california that that leads to some of this negative di- dialogue yeah which I understand. but um, a, there are many people out there working on solutions, developing solutions to address these issues. Mm-hmm. So um, that what is are, a concern.
0: What are some things specifically that are are that misinformation has been spread about? That you've seen most popular.
1: I I think you know people. There's there's a there are a lot of new projects coming to town, and we have a beautiful new boutique hotel that's in the entitlement process that's for right. Sixth and Pacific mm-hmm. rooftop bar. The architecture echoes um, the architecture of the Warner Grand Theater. A lot of thought and care has been put into the project. So I had someone call and tell me they heard that there was a new homeless shelter being built at Sixth and Pacific. And I said no, actually it's a new boutique hotel Um, so there's a lot of that you know in the community there's just just a lot of concern because why, you know, you're in your daily life, you're at work, you're doing your own thing, yeah. and you're not tracking some of this. Right, um, right. So, and then the chatter starts.
0: Do you see yourself going through the comments on a certain post and being like,
1: what? You wrong? know what? I try not to because I <laughs> am yeah. um, I have other people that will call, they're, they're, they're tracking this. I, I'm a very upbeat person, yeah. and I, I really believe in San Pedro. Yeah. I've seen the changes, I see what's on the horizon. Yeah. And um, I don't I just don't wanna be weighed down by negativity. You know,
0: I have to I, I just I was telling you earlier that a lot of the reason why I started this podcast was because I, I kept seeing mm-hmm. like, and I found myself going through the comments right. looking at right. it, and being so tempted
1: to just get right. in there. Right. right. <laughs> but and you can't change you, minds. You can't the change minds. Yeah. You can't. And I so we just try to get out good information. Yeah. We try to make that in we work with a lot of the local developers. They come in to the chamber, to our economic development policy committee, they present their projects. We weigh in, give input, yeah. and so we just try to get that information out there to people, mm-hmm. um, so so they can, you know, they can they have both sides, right. and then they they can make up their minds. Yeah, um,
0: and um, it's people like you, I think, and um, you know, a lot of other guests have have also contributed to this, but it's people like you who who spread the positivity and spread the correct information, you know, I want to make sure I continually share positive things right, and um, right. talk about things that really matter. Right,
1: mm-hmm. and you know, people do ask, I get this question, it's like, why does the Chamber focus so much on downtown San Pedro? And we do work community-wide mm-hmm. and actually we work beyond San Pedro um, because we're working with, like I said, investors that that are looking at our community. We have yeah. members as far away as, um, Texas, oh, just wow. just because their're corporates in Texas, but they're doing business to here in the harbor area. Mm-hmm. But we really say we've got to get the heart of our community healthy. yeah, and, and the the downtown and the downtown is is the heart, and we've got to get it healthy. and and we've really got to look at just all the changes um, that are occurring in retail and commercial, mm-hmm. really looking at at how to take our these downtown properties and really make them relevant for the businesses that are coming in. Mm-hmm. Because I'm really excited to announce along those lines that the Chamber received a $50,000 grant from Wells Fargo wow. for facade improvement. That's awesome. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna do a couple demonstration projects with some of our property owners to show what these, what these storefronts can look like. So we can entice new businesses, new investors by showing am, this is what you can do with a historic facade. I am so oh, it's thrilling! Excited I know it's it's that. really exciting.
0: I know I, I want to go to that just to yeah. see like yeah what we, we
1: can we're, we're gonna work with a local architect that lives here um actually downtown in the Center Street Lofts mm-hmm. and he's gonna help us in with the facade That's project. That's incredible. Yeah.
0: Well, you know when you're walking through downtown, you see like a lot of really unique features. You do. You don't see everywhere right, else, right right um and you see this beautiful maybe tile work right, or right. artwork that's mm-hmm. built into the, right. the actual architecture of the buildings but we're not seeing the the we're seeing empty windows right <laughs> or we're right, seeing like right um not enough lighting right perhaps yeah mm-hmm. i you know i have my um I, I went to school kind of for it's so funny i have my aa degree and we a lot of people who had their aa degree in visual communications mm-hmm. which is what i got Go into window dressing, and
1: right? Window right. So that's something right. I've always like looked at. Oh, that's because and we did we did a workshop on that at oh, the okay, chamber about job. how not only to improve your facade but draw that customer in through the window Indeed. and then capturing their interest and taking them further into the store. Yeah. So yeah, there's a I whole art me. around that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And a lot of these um, downtown properties, you know, they were designed for retail in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're that's really with the you know online shopping and everything that's occurring in yeah. our economy it's really how how do we redesign these these storefronts they're long they're deep you know they're maybe they're too large for a lot of small businesses can you break them up I mean what can you do mm-hmm. so we can really lease up a lot of this space in downtown
0: yeah yeah I'm, I'm excited to see some of that come to fruition and, and see um, business small businesses thrive here
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, was there anything else that um, that is exciting to you right
1: now? So we, our um, downtown San Pedro was designated as a California cultural district. Okay. It's very exciting. So we're um, working to, there's a lot, as you know, there are a lot of artists that live and work in our community. Okay. And so we're working with the arts district um, to really strengthen the whole arts tourism piece. First Thursday is a large piece of that. We get a lot of people coming in. The chamber has an art walk that leaves our. Boardroom Gallery, six thirty every first Thursday. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting to really see that the state of California—they had um, numerous applications selected. Yeah. San Pedro is is one of I think fourteen cultural arts districts in that's, the state. That's awesome. I know it is. It's amazing. So mm-hmm. there's so many good things happening. There's
0: a huge artist community in town. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, and and there's so many like these are on Seventh Street here. There's a lot of like artist right, studios. Right. Yeah, they live live artwork studios?
1: I think some are. Um, I know we do have artists living here in the downtown, um, and there are on Seventh Street. We all, for our boardroom gallery, we partner with Angel's Gate Studio mm-hmm. with their artists come in, and every two months we change the exhibit out. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, it's yeah, it's it's wonderful asset to have the artists in our community. It's really it's awesome. Well,
0: that's great. Um, well, thank you for sharing your insight and, and all of that. I agree with you on, on your concerns um, about like the spread of misinformation on Facebook. I think we just need to uh, be a little bit louder when it comes right. to that, right. that corrective reach right. and the positivity. Too.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah,
0: so th- that's what the goal of the podcast is, to spread, just be a little bit louder. <laughs> right, exactly,
1: exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Was there anything else you wanted to mention before, before we um, I
1: just, you know, I just encourage people to, uh, a lot of people don't know what chambers are. Mm-hmm. And I guess the message I want to spread is it's not your grandfather's chamber of commerce. You know, we're actually, we're 113 years old. Oh my we're goodness. probably one of the oldest chambers idea. in the state of California. Mm-hmm. And um, back then, you know, it was more of a male dominated kind of business club. And really, they we've evolved over time, and really are working to meet the needs of our members. Mm-hmm. And so, it's they're very dynamic now, and I think we try to be flexible and really meet the needs of today's businesses. Mm-hmm. And so, I think I I really recommend that people get engaged with whatever community they're in um, mm-hmm. with their chambers of commerce. And the other thing people don't understand is we as a chamber um, we um, produce the holi- holiday parade. First Sunday of every month in Mm -hmm. downtown San Pedro, so we do that as um, our gift to the community. We also produce the community observance at the Korean Bell at the 4th of July, which is a very beautiful um, ceremony every 4th of July. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that we do and I just think, we have a great Tourism Ambassador Program. People okay. can volunteer to for Fleet Week with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I for a lot, that. Of the, yeah, yeah. lot of the community events. So um, I just encourage people to get involved. That reminds me
0: um, of another San Pedro, uh, um, sorry, the Chamber sponsored program is the honorary mayor campaign. Yes, yes, thank
1: you for bringing that up. We have yeah. amazing honorary mayor candidates mm-hmm. and um we raise significant money every two years. The honorary mayor that is selected who raises the most money um, is the honorary mayor for two years. Mm-hmm. It's currently um, Don Costa.
0: I plan to have him on the show. Oh, good, good. He's amazing,
1: it. and um, it's it's really a benefit to our nonprofit community. Sure. And you can see our um, candidates on SanPedroChamber.com and yeah. get an idea of the charities that they're raising money for.
0: I've had um, I've had all of them.
1: So you had except all of them now.
0: Matthew. Um,
1: so Matthew. Did drop out okay due to time constraints at okay. work. Yeah, so
0: that's good to know. I, I, so I did get all of them. <laughs> you have all yeah. of
1: them, yes. And they're all amazing, dedicated people, mm-hmm. and we have such a vibrant nonprofit community here in San Pedro. See,
0: that's what people don't things,
1: understand um, that. I,
0: I was introduced to nonprofits and charities that, that are local that I had no idea right, about. Right, right, so exactly. I was. I was
1: so yeah. we're an unusual chamber. We have 102 nonprofit members, and we have a nonprofit collaborative to support wow. our. Because because nonprofits are businesses and they do um, support the local economy, they hire, they purchase goods and services Mm -hmm. in the community, and so they really are an important asset. Mm -hmm. And um, we have very small nonprofits that are members, and we have large nonprofits like Providence Hospital, Marymount um, University, Mm -hmm. and every size in between. And so um, we do a lot of work with our nonprofits, so it's exciting to see our honorary mayor candidates out there raising money. Yeah, it
0: was was really cool to learn about all these great nonprofits, and it, it Wow, a hundred
1: and we have about one hundred and two nonprofit members. That's incredible. Yeah, it is. It's really amazing. I didn't even and know people that. say why, and I say because they are businesses. They are. They are, yeah. and it's just um, it's really it's a, a
0: matter of what they do with the money cor- they make.
1: Right. That's, right. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's exactly. All that makes them so. A um, so yeah. So it's it's exciting, and um, it's it's I, I love them being such a vital part of our chamber of commerce. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Well, thank you, thank you for enlightening us. i learned so much just
1: in this conversation with you. It was fun.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Um, Is there any direct place you want to send our listeners to or to learn Um, more? I think
1: SanPedroChamber.com. Okay. Yep. And then they can sign up for our weekly Mm e-news and then you don't have to be a member. You can sign up for the weekly e-news and and see what's going on in San Pedro. Mm
0: -hmm. I get the email every week. Great. All right. Well, thanks so much. I definitely will have you back. I think we're planning a group episode.
1: Yes, we are. I want to
0: tailor that one specifically toward the small business. Right.
1: Business source center and exactly. the, and, yeah, and the resources available. Yeah. yeah that would step be great. By
0: step thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Great.
0: Well, thank you. No, thank you. All, All right. Have great. a good one. listeners. Okay. See you next week. Right guys thanks so much for listening don't forget if you like this episode and you're enjoying the podcast um, be sure to give us a five-star rating in your podcast app wherever you're listening and if you have a little bit more time the best way to help promote the podcast and to um help us get more listeners and therefore you know do more good within the community um the best way you can do that is by leaving a review and I always go check my reviews and as soon as I get a few new ones I read them on the episode so you might hear your review actually being read um anyways I hope you guys have a wonderful week be sure to check out the San Pedro Chamber of Commerce website if you are a small business or you're looking to start one soon have a good one